Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, anyone that was hoping the Bears were going to keep Justin Fields, I'm sorry to say the winds do not seem to be blowing in that direction. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Yesterday, Bears general manager Ryan Poles Perloff at the NFL Scouting Combine basically saying we don't want to leave Justin Fields in the dark. We want to do right by him in this process and comparing Caleb Williams to Patrick Mahomes. I think all these things add him up stir them around in the stew, and you have the Bears taking Caleb Williams and trading fields. Yeah, and it's funny you say that. I think it's disappointing because we all want to see chaos. We want to see player movement. Off-seasons with a lot of trades are exciting. Justin Fields trade for a second and a fourth. That's okay. That's interesting. Maybe, say, Atlanta. But if they were going to trade the number one overall pick, oh, my gosh, your imagination runs wild with what could happen with the Bears. What kind of team could they build? Where does Caleb Williams go? There's so much. It's such a more interesting off-season scenario. It would be, it's still the story of the off-season, but after Poles' comments yesterday, I feel like it's kind of died down a bit. Here's Poles saying the Bears want to do right by Justin. If we go down that road, um, I want to do right by Justin as well. Uh, no one wants to live in gray. Um, I know that's uncomfortable. I wouldn't want to be in that situation either. So uh, we'll gather the information. We'll move. Um, as quickly as possible. We're not going to be in a rush um, and see what presents itself and what's best for the organization. Okay, so you want to do, I like the end there, you want to do what's best for the organization. I get you don't want to leave Justin Fields in a gray area, but I don't, frankly, that's not your job anymore. Your job isn't to placate Justin Fields. Your job is just to get the best return for Justin Fields. So, listen, if you want to move quickly and you want to have this all cleared up by before free agency and before the draft, it's I get it. But he should only be thinking about the Bears, not making sure that Justin Fields lands in a you know a, on a bed of roses somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I, I think ultimately you're talking about. Sorry. 
I think ultimately we're talking about a couple picks, maybe second, you know, the fourth pick in the second round or the eighth pick in the second round. Maybe he's worried about relationships in the locker room. Everyone seems to love Justin Fields. DJ Moore especially seems to love him, or he's just saying nice things about him. So maybe I think Justin Fields, he, he doesn't want to kick him to the curb and have a lot of bad feelings in that locker room. Because it is going to be, it's interesting, that the Bears are an ascending team. They went from 2-7 and seven to 7-10. Seven and 10. They probably would make the playoffs with Justin Fields. There are probably some veterans in that locker room who don't want them to get rid of Justin Fields. Because he's, he's got three years under his belt. Caleb Williams... I know he's a generational talent, but it could be rough. He's entering the NFL for the first time. If you're a DJ Moore and Caleb Williams isn't good, you're going to be like, what the heck did you guys just do? Listen, I, I'm not trying to say that NFL players are only in this to make money, but to be honest, you want your team starting over with a rookie quarterback if you're a veteran on that team. DJ for, Moore, though? This is how the money becomes available. You know, you're yeah. paying a quarterback. If you, if you end up paying Justin Fields, now there's less to go around for everybody. Mm. You have Caleb Williams on a rookie contract, and if he ends up becoming anything like Mahomes, that's the two ways you get paid, right? Is you ha- there's money to give you on a team, and number two, you're on a successful team. Like the the Bears have to stop this, you know, this tradition, if you will, of either minimizing the quarterback, missing on the quarterback. You know, at some point, you've got to get totally modernized here. It's 2024. This is the best path to win. Not everyone's going to be Brock Purdy. And if you don't have the foresight to build your team like the 49ers and get stupid lucky that Mr. Irrelevant ends up becoming this very good quarterback, you've got to do this the more traditional way, and that is taking Caleb Williams. So, Yeah, but I don't think DJ Moore is going to be there for the Caleb Caleb Williams has said he's already getting a little older anyway. I think a lot of these veterans, I mean, the, the Bears not only going to draft Caleb Williams, they're probably going to clear out pretty much everybody there at a certain point. I mean, who, they don't well, have Why a, would they be clearing anyone out? They're on the rise. Well, with Justin Fields, they were good. But you look at the, the roster here, they don't, they're still not super talented offensively. I, I think that they still have to build a lot of pieces around Caleb, which to your point, they'll be able to do with a low salary cap. I mean, so DJ Moore's 26. Is he really going to be here for this whole Caleb Williams run? He'll be here for the next four years of it. Eh, I don't know. Perloff, if if you were the general manager of a team, you'd be trading guys the moment they turn, what, 25? You look at, well, certainly wide receiver, I would be getting rid of the older guys. But you look at this offense, how many real keeper players are there? They uh, Darnell Wright, who was a first-round pick, right tackle. But other than that, I, there's just not a lot there, obviously. That's why Fields was actually probably running the ball so much. Even when they got better last year, it's not a talented team. We know that, right? I mean, Caleb Williams is not probably not going to – it's going to be hard for him to be C.J. Stroud this year. There's just not the offense around him. Okay, but C.J. Stroud walked into the Texans and no one was saying that was going to be a barn burner offense. No, no one was saying that, but they have so much invested in that offensive line. I mean, they have all pros on that offense. I think Chicago's a tough spot. I don't think it's a hot take by any means. It's not going to be easy for Caleb Williams. Okay, but if you think that they would have been a playoff team with Justin Fields, they're not that far off. You're not. If you're saying they would be a playoff team with a guy, with one guy, and then you put a rookie quarterback, it's going to be tougher because the guy's going to have to go through some rookie lumps, but you're upgrading the position. I think the odds, you're upgrading it long term, but I think the odds go down for next year. I I think they take a hit. Uh, I think. They they could eat. can't you see them winning nine ten games with Justin Fields? I know, but, but you're saying two things. Then you're saying that the yeah. roster sucks. They can't do anything, but they could win ten games. Right, but Justin year. Fields is perfect for this kind of roster. They're really good defense, and they're a decent running team. Justin Fields is a great runner. He, they can churn out a lot of wins this way. 
like get to nine or ten. But that's the problem. That's the most this team's ever going to get to. I see. I that's think the this ceiling. year, this year they're going to take a small step back with Caleb Williams and then take off like a rocket ship once they build the team around him. They definitely need more receivers. That's why they wanted Marvin Harrison. That's why they're trying to figure this out to get a, a great guy. What do they pick nine? Mm-hmm. They definitely need more skill position players. DJ, even DJ Moore, is he that great? He's good, but he's not a traditional number one. He's kind of tiny. I, I think they have a lot of work to do. Honestly, look at that division. Detroit, Green Bay, Minnesota, and Chicago. I think they're fourth place next year with Caleb Williams. They might be, but again, the roster can't be that awful if you think they could be a 10-win team with Justin Fields. You know, so I don't know if I would pick them maybe dead last. I got to see what's happening with Minnesota. Yeah, that's a good point. Minnesota is obviously up in the air uh, at quarterback. We'll see if Kirk Cousins comes back, though. I, I think that's a pretty safe bet that they'll be better than the Bears. I don't know. 35-year-old guy coming off an Achilles. We haven't really talked about what the reality of that will be like. Yeah. You know, we've kind of taken it for granted that Caleb will, or that um, Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers, they're going to come back and step on the field and be perfect after suffering this kind of injury. Yeah, I like that. Also, I like Minnesota's coaching staff a lot more than Chicago's. That's the other thing. You still have an Eberflus problem, no matter what. And Eberflus is a guy, he might win 10 games. He's not winning 14 games. That's sort of my bottom line here. They got to start over. You got to get Caleb Williams in here. Maggie, you're way too high on this. I know, uh, I think, the Caleb Williams-Chicago experiment. I'm down on it already. Well, you don't think they'll ever make a Super Bowl? I don't think Caleb... No, I don't think Caleb takes Chicago to the Super Bowl. I'm not so sure. Uh, I think he's going to be pretty damn good. I don't know if he's going to be Mahomes. I mean, that's a really lofty expectation for the kid, but for the guy. But I I think he's going to be really good in this league. 855-212-4CBS. All right. Combine is up, which means a lot of people talking into microphones. And are they telling the truth or are they telling us lies? We'll play you a couple clips. Profil and I will tell you whether these GMs and coaches are telling the truth or lying. Oh, this is dramatic. These lies are these are big lies or big truths. All right, DJ, what do you have? Okay, so let's begin with uh, let's talk about uh, Tom Telesco. So the Raiders have a big dilemma at quarterback and at wide receiver because what's going to happen with Devontae Adams? Well, Devontae Adams, maybe he's on the trade market. That's been some of the questions. It was Tom Telesco when he was asked about the situation involving Devontae Adams and whether or not they would consider trading him. Uh, he's a Raider. Oh, yeah. That's all you're getting? That means this is a lie. It is a lie. Well, it's the truth that he's a Raider. It's a lie that they would not think about trading Devontae Adams. I think Devontae Adams is up for a trade. I don't know about Max Crosby. This is a team where you feel like they're really starting from the bottom. With likely a rookie quarterback, Perloff, you got a rookie head yeah. coach. If you can get something for Devontae Adams, this should have been done already. You know, I tend to believe it because I think Antonio Pierce will, who's a very physical guy, will block the door if Devontae <laughs> tries to get out of there. He's like, if you take this piece away from me and give me nothing next year, because Antonio Pierce probably doesn't have that long a leash. An interim coach named head coach is not an ideal situation. So I, I, if you take away Devontae Adams, what is it? And Josh Jacobs probably going to leave. You got nothing here. And for some reason... The reason that I think this could actually end up working out and him saying Raider, Devontae seems to like it there, despite the fact that they stink. He seems a little sticky with this Raiders team. <laughs> Living in Vegas was yeah, really I think, awesome. I think that's what it is. So if Devontae doesn't make noise, they, you know, and they get a second round pick, why not keep him? You got nothing else.
Okay, so let's go to Minnesota where the Vikings general manager, Quasi uh, Adolfo Mensa, said that the team has never thought about trading star wide receiver Justin Jefferson. That is not something that's once crossed my mind. Um, you got a blue player, a blue person. Uh, you try and keep those as many of those as you can. Blue chip, I'm assuming he means, right? No, yeah. I, it's, I think it's the blue, green, yellow uh, oh. qualification. A lot of scout, a lot of teams have a scouting. I'm not sure, but there's a scouting system. Blue is like a TJ Watt. Mm. Green is like uh, Justin Matabike. Uh, so there's like 10 blues in the league. Mm. This is a thing. I heard about it the other day on some weird podcast. I could be totally wrong. But I think his point is if you have a guy who's this good, you don't let him out the door. And I, I totally believe him. I mean, that's we're talking about what a risk it would be to not draft Kale Williams. What GM is going to sit there and let Justin Jefferson out the door? It's a huge risk. No, I would not trade him, but I think this is a lie. Because I think mm. that... They're, I think that general managers are always looking at everything, right? Mm. Because they're the only one who is really in touch with the players' agents as well. And mm-hmm. if there was some reports coming out that Justin Jefferson really wanted to know the future of the quarterback organization before he would sign anything long-term. I mean, once you can start entering into these things, I want my general manager to always have a plan B and a plan C. You've got to be ready for anything. I think it would be silly for the team to part ways with the player, but I totally think he's thought about trading Justin Jefferson. I'm sure he's fielded calls about it. I think you're underestimating the risk that would be for Quesi Adolfo Mensa, a young GM to be the guy who let Justin Jefferson walk out of the building. That's not something I think you no, want. No, I'm not saying resume. he will. I'm saying he's thought about it. I I don't even think he lets it enter his mind. Because huh? He's like, I am not. If I let Justin Jefferson out of there, everyone here is going to hate me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think he's like, I'll bet you he gets calls about him. And I'll bet you he's like, no, nah, I, I can't even really go down that path because of this reason. Uh, okay, next we have Nick Sirianni, yeah. Philadelphia Eagles head coach. EJ, what'd he say? Yeah, so Nick Sirianni, you know, can't find books on leadership, but he seems to be an expert on A.J. Brown and what he brings to the table when it comes to that department. Here is Nick Sirianni on A.J. Brown. A.J., like I've been telling you guys for a long time, not only is he, you know, one of the best players I've ever been around, um, he's also one of the best leaders, and what you know, and he's going to do anything he can do to – stick up for for his for his teammates um that's why i admire that's why he wears a a c on his chest <laughs> yeah right <laughs> replace aj brown's name with stefan diggs or any other diva wide receiver there's no wide receiver who leads in any way at all they are all get me the ball get me the ball get me the ball they have to be you kind of want them to be that way i think aj brown is has been uh, kind of a malcontent in the sense that, like, he's been complaining. Even the Super Bowl year, he was upset at the end of the year because he wasn't getting the ball enough. All wide receivers are like that. I don't believe that any elite wide receivers are true leader. I don't buy this from Sirianni. I also think this is a lie. Uh, just because, listen, a guy's... Okay, so A.J. Brown calls into WIP and says, I'm the guy who's keeping it, who's holding everyone accountable, right? You want somebody like me in your locker room. I'm, I'm calling guys out. I'm holding them up to the standard. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you need those kind of guys, but like the locker room kind of has to anoint you that guy, doesn't? You know, that's like a it's like giving yourself your own nickname, you well, know. Ron everyone said about Bronny given not earned or <laughs> earned not given whatever. Everyone else has to look to you, I think. It's not just are they hearing you, but are they looking to you for your leadership? And I don't know if they're looking to AJ Brown for the leadership. Well, I'm curious, what do you mean like he's not a good enough player? He's not he's not the right character to do that? Like No, I I, I just think that it all the messenger sometimes can't be uh, 
can't be cut off from the message, right? Does the locker room want to be hearing this from AJ Brown? Yeah. He's saying, I'm holding guys accountable. I'm getting up the guy's asses. I'm the one who's yeah. like making sure everyone's working 110%. Does does the locker want to hear that from AJ Brown? Yeah. Well, I, don't I know. mean, I think he's the one player who clearly works really hard, though. He's he's a maniac. I, I, I can't see me that. But also, too, AJ Brown, is he really going to different position groups and doing this? He's, he told WIP, he's, he said. he's yeah. the one. No, I know. I just I find it hard to see a number one wide receiver being like that. But there's such a selfish position by nature. Uh, A.J. Brown is a hard worker, though. He's, I guess, and also, is A.J. Brown saying, I'm better than Hurts at this? Is that kind of what the implied message is? He's saying he's the one who's actually holding people yeah, accountable. Meaning Hertz is not. Hertz is not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the read between the lines. He said Hertz is exactly yeah. the same guy if we've lost five in a row than won five in a row, and that he's, you know, a little more lead by example, I guess. Here's quiet. the bottom line of that quote from Sirianni's terrified of AJ Brown. That is very clear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's no that's doubt why about. There's a C on his chest. <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no doubt about it that he's like AJ Brown's great. That guy could do no wrong. Don't get mad at me, AJ. <laughs> so what's okay, our last let's go to the last one here. Let's go to the ATL where new head coach Raheem Morris had some interesting thoughts about what his future would have been had the Falcons maybe been better last season. It's time to implement a couple new things, go out there and find out who's going to be the trigger man for us and put ourselves in a position to win. And I don't, I'm not afraid to say that we have the ability and we're capable to go out there and win next year. If we do some of the right things, some of the right moves, we can do that. And that's not an arrogance. That's not a confidence. That's not a cockiness. That is more of a credit to the people that were in the building with me still and some of the people that are not there now. And what they've been able to do, you know, if we had better quarterback play last year in Atlanta, I might not be standing here. That is the truth. <laughs> that is <laughs> that is super self-aware and true. This is all about the quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. And yes, if they had gotten better quarterback play, Arthur Smith is probably still the coach. Yeah. I don't know if it's self-aware or more aware of the guy that was there before you. I, uh, yes, that's very clear. We cannot argue with that because we got to see what the Falcons did. Finally, someone told the truth at the NFL scouting combine. Thank you, Raheem Morris. The only person to ever talk to. <laughs> first, first, first for everything in yeah. the combine, right? There we go. Well, thank you, EJ. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Quickly, let's say John is in Harrisburg, has a thought about Justin Fields, and it looks like, uh, if you read through some of the tea leaves yesterday, it looks like the Bears are, are likely moving on from Fields. John, hello. Hey, good morning, Maggie. Good morning, Perla. How are you guys? We're doing great. What's up? Hey, well, so there's just a, I had a thought. I haven't seen or, or heard anything about it, but, you know, the big Chicago dilemma, the whole Chicago organization has been wildly interesting to follow over the last few years. Yep. But from this, you know, the linchpin is roster construction. That's what you hear about. And Ryan, Ryan Pauls want, wants to do right by, uh, by Justin Fields, and he needs to do what's best for the Bears organization. I get that. Justin Fields, he's got an agent. Agent needs to do what's best for Justin Fields. No, I haven't heard any, anyone explore a contract extension for Justin Fields at, you know, what Justin Fields' is, you know, market worth is. Is he hmm. looking for elite quarterback play? It's not like his stats really justify that. If he takes a team-friendly deal, the Bears can rebuild, trade down, do kind of like what Peter King's talking about, maybe grab Marvin Harrison. There's other good wide receivers. I mean, there's tons of different ways to tackle it, but Justin Fields taking an extension to stay in Chicago like he wants to do on a team-friendly deal, like, where's that angle? Well, John, 
you don't have to give him an extension right now if you don't want to. He's just finishing the third year of his contract, which means you can pick up the fifth year option. So you get the next year for cheap and then your fifth year is like $20 million. Again, that's cheap in quarterback land. So extending him now, Perloff, I don't know if I would do that because I don't have to. No, 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 no. And I, I think bottom line is they're, they're going to trade him anyway. But you're right. That's why you haven't heard. I, I know Peter King told us the other day that the wind is blowing towards keeping Justin Fields and trading the number one. But I think the caller brings up a good point. Nobody's talked about a number for Justin Fields in Chicago. I think the interesting thing is if they trade him, say, to Atlanta, is Justin Fields' agent going to say, all right, we did the trade, now give me the big contract, which is kind of scary for Ryan Poles. Like, if... If, if Fields is demanding a new contract, which is often the case, right. then that's a problem. But then again, Sam For Ryan Bar- Poles? Yeah, for Ryan Poles, because people are not going to want to trade a high pick. Oh, and, oh, then, oh, and if yeah, he's demanding it, right, right. That's, um, that's sort of like the catch-22 with these trades. When you trade a quarterback, that quarterback is going to want a new contract, especially because he's up for negotiation. But I've not heard one person say the Bears are going to look long-term. I've never seen that. No, and, and if I were the Falcons, I would say, all right, if if – Justin Fields' agent says, listen, if you're going to trade for him, we want to start talking about a new contract immediately. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, then I'm just drafting a quarterback at eight. Yeah, that's that's later. A, that's the issue. <laughs> Good right. luck finding another team. Raiders are out. That's his former offensive coordinator. They did not get along, Luke Getze, and he's now in Vegas. Like, where's the music going to stop and you're going to find a team well, that's going to hand you a starting job? Well, New England, Washington. I don't think New England is going to be – I don't think New England and Washington, that's going to happen. I think they're going to both draft quarterbacks – and a lot of times when you draft guys that high, there is a rush and a pressure to sort of play them right away because you want the fan base to get excited about them. They sell tickets. I mean, the Patriots just did this with Mac Jones. If I gave you this offer, I give you Justin Fields and Marvin Harrison Jr. or um, Drake May and I don't even know, Kendrick Bourne's a free agent. Give me a receiver. Who's a, who's a receiver? Juju? Uh, is Wait, are you he, talking about for the Patriots? For the Patriots, yeah. Is Devontae he Parker? I okay. I don't yeah. know what you're trying to say. You're no, just saying, asking you, me for Patriots no, wide I'm saying receivers. You have, you have no wide receiver in Drake May. I'm okay. saying you could make an argument that Fields and Harrison's a better combination than Drake May and nobody. Uh, yeah. Yes, you could. I mean, I, I there's a lot of smoke out there. The Patriots are going to be looking non-quarterback at three. I think there's a good reason. I, add anybody in Marvin Harrison is better than Drake May and who they currently have. That's my point. There's just nothing there for a rookie quarterback. Yeah. It seems like a, a really dire situation. I would show bet that with you. That they'll take a quarterback? Uh, I mean, I'm not so certain, but I do think they're thinking about it. I and I also show, think I the show bet because I'm already thinking about you can think New England Pam Chowder being a part of the bet. <laughs> and I really am no hands. About that. Oh, boy. Would you give me odds? Oh, that is banned. Last time we did that, I I, I got in trouble. For right, it. and I was wearing a Patriots jersey, so we're <laughs> definitely not doing that again on a Patriots bet. No, show bets can't have odds or stipulations. But no, what no if Drake May is, is like minus two hundred to go there? I'm I'm asking you today. I don't know. I have no idea what the odds are. I haven't looked at anything. I just believe that the Patriots will draft a quarterback. Well, okay, but that's the common belief. So I get odds. Hmm. Oh, you can't. No, there's no straight bet in this situation. There's no straight, you know, even even draft bets. They're all I cannot allow this because then I will get in trouble. Yes. We cannot. Do no, no, no. Odds. Because I'm not rooting against my own team. That's where the problem came in. No, it was no. Spike came in and said it was beyond that. It's like why why are we putting any kind of odds or spread on anything? It's straight up. It's got to be straight up. But show there's bets. no straight up bets in the draft. They all have odds. They're all. I'm Just sure like, there's odds on whether the Patriots take a quarterback right now. I'm sure it's like minus two hundred, right? 
No, but the question would be, how do we pay off the bet if there's odds? You have to do something worse than I do. If they if they don't take it? If they don't take a quarterback, you have to do something pretty severe. If they do take a quarterback, I have to do something mildly severe. That's how it works. This is, no. It's going to get us in trouble again for a lot. We cannot do this. And we're all going to get punished. You want to hear me sing Sweet Caroline again? You definitely don't. (laughs) Please, God, no. EJ, so many talents. You got to negotiate. You can't just take a bet. You got to negotiate bet terms. That's what got everyone in trouble the last time. Yeah, but that's that's a smart way to play this. That's what good GMs do. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Coming up, uh, one of the great mysteries of the NFL was uncovered yesterday. And we will get that story next. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. (laughs) Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Sorry, I'm laughing. I just looked over... And Pete is not in the room right now. But today's great shows. Uh, oh, there he is. Great sports debate. It's the best comeback of all time. Comeback out of retirement. Best comeback out of retirement. And I'm sorry. I'm just still giggling to myself uh, how much we, we all judge you for your Bruce Bochy is the greatest <laughs> comeback. <laughs> we had Michael Phelps, one of the greatest athletes of all time. Michael Jordan, the greatest athlete of all time. I went with George Foreman. Bogus Roman. Mario Lemieux, the great Mario Lemieux. Came back and from cancer. Came back from cancer. And I was the most dominant physical athlete the NHL has ever seen. And who did Pete go with? Bruce Bochy. Bruce Bochy, <laughs> who had an elite <laughs> mustache, but I don't know physically if he did anything else. He was a journeyman catcher. It just physically doesn't fit, Bilotti. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but he won a World Series more than you'd have. Yeah, but Michael Phelps, Michael Jordan, I don't know. I just feel like Bruce Bochy doesn't fit in this list because he didn't play. That's the only thing. But you said Rick Ankiel was great. So, I mean, come on, get lost. <laughs> that, that was a, a user, a Delta 9, who wrote in Rick Ankiel is one of them. Rick Ankiel had great stuff as a kid. It's anyway. also, it's really funny because it said, well, what about Dusty Baker, which Andrew Kaplan said. Yeah. He also came out of retirement, and he coached the Houston Astros, and they won. And Pete said, no, they're a bunch of cheaters. And I'd love to know if everyone that Bruce Bochy ever managed was really playing by the rules. <laughs> but also, they had a stacked team as well. Not like he came back and rebuilt the team. Did Bochy? That he had some players, but he didn't have as the players that the Astros did. Well, that yeah. was good. They, they also guess. ran the Astros. That's true. <laughs> he beat he beat those Astros. He, beat he, the he, Astros. he retired yeah. Dusty Baker. But Dusty did do it. Right. He literally did come out of retirement. Literally did win a World Series. I think the Bochy thing for me. I think he's a great story. I just think it's the time that doesn't do it for me. He wasn't away long enough. Yeah, four years. <laughs> you just got to like, double. We hear, we hear, we hear Dick Vermeil. Yeah. It's like, wow, that's a long time. Like, it just I just needed more time, I think. I just think it's the image. The imagery is what's killing him. We should have kept coaches out of this. Let's just face <laughs> it. In the immortal words of somebody who used to sit here, take a lap. <laughs> that's a Not to go any further on this, but did, did Bochi actually retire? Or did he just not have a job? Uh, that is the distinction. We are pretty we're pretty uh, buttoned up about it, considering we didn't allow Muhammad Ali to be in, right. involved in this debate because he never retired. Uh, he was protesting the Vietnam War. Uh, While well, you guys uh, look at that, uh, I've got some quotes for you from Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams gave an interview to Pete Thamel from ESPN. Now, there's no audio of this because it happened over the phone. Uh, but here's what he had to say. Caleb Williams, quote, if I get drafted by the Bears, I'll be excited. If they trade the pick and I get drafted by someone else, I'm just as excited. Speaking about Chicago, they have a talented team, a talented offense and defense. For anyone to be in that situation, I think they'd be excited. 
Uh, Williams pushed back, that's end quote, Williams pushed back on the notion that he would request a trade or wants to play elsewhere. Quote, I'm not pushing any agenda. At the end of the day, the Bears have the last say. Regardless of how I feel, I'm not pushing an agenda of, yeah, I want to go or no, I don't want to go. I'm excited for whatever comes. Um, as for the city of Chicago, he says he has gone down video rabbit holes studying Michael Jordan and Walter Payton. His quote, I'm 22. I didn't really get to see those players. As the saying goes, the legends live on. That's my goal of playing football. It's not money. It's not fame. It's to be immortal. I want to reach that sense of being a legend, being at the table, and having a rightful seat through hard work and energy and the time I've put into this game that we all love. End quote. I love how you just skipped over the Cubs winning a World Series to get to Jordan and Anthony 90s. Rizzo. And- yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't look up uh, Baez and, and them boys. Like, went to the 90s? Well, I mean... You know, I get it. Legends of the game. Now, he did say, though, like, he, he he acknowledged that going to D.C. would just be very familiar. So it's it's not – I like this. He's It seems like he's being sort of, like, realistic about it, right? He – and I, those quotes are interesting to me, and you guys can jump on if you – jump on me if you think I'm crazy. He kind of sounds like he don't know what's going to happen. Like, they have not told him that they're going to take him. No, he hasn't we, met them yet. So he's that he's looking forward to the quote-unquote first date. But you would think that – Agents talk. Oh, well, he doesn't have an agent. No, he doesn't well, have an agent. He that said might be. He does have an agent, but he said he does have a team of lawyers around him. Let me ask you, um, how many times in that quote did he say the word agenda? He said he does not have an agenda. Right. How many times? So he said it like four times. So he clearly was trying to, he's clearly combating. Obviously, Colin Coward came out with a report. He doesn't like Chicago and he immediately poo pooed it. He clearly has an agenda to make it clear he does not have an agenda. Almost like he practiced <laughs> saying this. And, you know, it feels very, very specific. Like he had a goal with these quotes, right? He did right? say about wanting to meet the media in Indianapolis, quote, I want everyone to hear me and get a feel for who I am so they're not throwing things out there that are false or that isn't coming from me. So, yes, there you go, Colin Coward. That that one's for you. Uh, he also said he did go to Tokyo recently. Quick vacation. He enjoyed the food, was out of this world, highlighted by, by Wagyu steak. And, quote, I'm not even a red meat kind of guy. Those wagyu, mm. wagyu, wagyu, definitely wagyu, but yeah, <laughs> I what did I say? whatever, wagyu? doesn't matter as long um, as the seasoning's good. <laughs> Jeez, guys, I didn't realize I was sitting around with Guy Fieri, and you know, uh, I, feel like yeah. I feel like that's not like a deep cut in terms of foodie isms. Like that's like any steakhouse sells that, any good one. Well, he did. He went to Tokyo, and he said the food was out of this world. If he's not a red meat kind of guy, isn't Chicago's a red meat kind of town? Don't we think? And maybe he's a pizza guy. I, uh, he might be a pizza guy. Because he can get plenty of deep dish pizza. Yeah. So we probably want him away from red meat and pizza. He's going to be an <laughs> uh, elite athlete playing for the Chicago Bears. Yeah, that's not light fare. No. Deep dish pizza. <laughs> Don't eat those and go that, play the that Packers. That might be worse than eating red meat. All those, <laughs> all those uh, carbs, like, no. I mean, the bottom line is you could say Caleb Williams could have the worst personality on earth. He could be the biggest jerk. His game tape is so ridiculously good that he, there's nothing he could do to knock himself out of one. Like, I don't think he needs to beat the beat. I don't buy all this. I understand. I think he's sort of starting to work on his brand a little bit. But, I mean, does anybody think there's anything? All the rumors about it, you know, crying with his mom and painting his fingernails. Those aren't a rumor. That was right, right. But all this, everybody. like, it doesn't matter. The, I think we talk about character, but the, the fact is if you can throw 100 touchdowns and 10 picks in your career – it doesn't matter. Yeah. I think he's just so good that all this is sort of window dressing to me. I think you're right. But here's the one thing I think I'll, I'll, I'll say. The last time the Bears really got a quarterback where they really were excited and they really thought they were going to go to a Super Bowl, that guy had massive issues in terms of 
leadership and character. Yeah. And I think that may, there may be some Oof. battle scars or scar tissue, maybe is a better word, that they're kind of, and maybe the fans or, and maybe the city's kind of dealing with from that because they saw a guy come in who had, could throw a ball through a wall, who was, who was talented, but a lot of people didn't like him. And there were questions about whether or not he was a great leader. So when they see a Caleb Williams is a different kind of athlete, different kind of player, but they may say, hey, we've dealt with a guy who was a great talent but didn't have the leadership qualities. And we saw what don't, that happened. Don't so, the so great ones kind of go hand in hand? I mean, unless someone is a real you-know-what behind the scenes, but for the most part, I feel like your best leaders and your best quarterbacks, like your best quarterbacks who have good leadership skills, no? But Jay seemed, and I don't, and I don't know Jay, so I don't mean to bag on him at all, but he just, it seemed like there was something different with him. Oh, yeah. Like he was, he was, but he wasn't I don't want to say he was in Jeff George's conversation, but he felt like he was kind of veering towards there where it was like, Nobody in the locker room likes him. Nobody really buys into him. And it, it was a problem that it, it maybe kept them from winning a championship. And I think Uh-oh. it was unfair. The guy got hurt in a game where, if he played, that thing would have been fine. But he uh, wasn't the number one pick, to be fair. He was it's a, for sure. It's... Uh, Well, uh-oh. Uh-oh what? I did flag something in this article. Uh-oh. Guess who Williams has been working out with? Quincy Jay, Avery? Jay Cutler. No, Nathan. he's not Quincy. Quincy couldn't get him. Oh. We tried. <laughs> Nathan uh, Peterman. Forget it. I'm out. Wow. What? On purpose? <laughs> I don't know. He's a former bear. He's working out with uh, Mason Rudolph, Emory Jones, and Nate Peterman. Where? In California? Florida. I kind of like that. Group. trainer, Will Hewitt. I kind of like that. I want to go someplace where I'm clearly the best dude. <laughs> I was going to say, you like, don't do what Peterman does. Right. Yeah. Like, you see, you know, it's funny. Like, I, I, I know I had a family member who worked in the NFL, and he was like, there's nothing more for someone who, from the outside there's nothing more obvious when you step on a practice field and turns like, wow, I see a big difference in watching QB1 <laughs> go through a drill and then watching QB2 and 3 go, go through a drill. drill. It is like night and day. So Caleb Williams is getting ready for Nathan, when he's in Chicago. Nathan Peterman's not bad in shorts. He's pretty good. Just when he so put the actually, helmet of the pads on. <laughs> his only problem, his big problems are when that rush comes at him. But he's actually been okay. He's been okay the last couple of years. He's my guy. He's been Super okay because nice he's guy. not playing. Uh, Bogus is here with headphone, uh, headlo- headphones, headlines. I got all those things. Sorry, I was thinking about the time Nathan Peterman threw five picks for my bills in one half. One half. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, if you need more than baseball see-through pants, may I offer you the NFL scouting combine because you don't really know what's going to happen when large humans start running and jumping and doing three cone drills. You may recall about eight years ago when Chief stud D lineman Chris Jones, then just an NFL hopeful, was running the 40 in Indy, and his you-know-what fell out of its three-point stance. Jones just told the story on the New Heights podcast with Jason and Travis. I believe you said it right there in quotes like my fell out bro it's exactly what i said i didn't even believe it i was running i'm looking at the 40 and all of a sudden i feel it i feel it touch my leg and i'm like oh i'm trying to cuff it and take the dive you know what i mean because i know little kids watching if you haven't seen the video which i didn't recall seeing so i found it again this morning um the wardrobe malfunction happens and chris jones falls on himself (laughs) to save him (laughs) us from the rest of it but then you still See him look like lean up and look back, and there it is before he retucks it back in. So, how in the world did this happen? I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I was so big on being different from everyone, everybody was wearing the long tights. I was like, you know what? I am not going out there and copying everybody. I'm gonna wear the short tights. I didn't realize they was boxers, bro. <laughs> 
And now Jason Kelsey sums up how most of us are feeling right now. I gotta say, how blessed you are to even be able to describe it as though your <laughs> fell out. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I don't even think I could describe that adjective for mine. I don't think it could fall anywhere. <laughs> 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 Yes, Chris Johnson. I can feel it on my leg. I guess that's like Jason Kelsey's never thought of, experienced. Yeah, that was was a bit of a humble brag by Chris Jones right there. That whole story. Yeah, it's not a humble brag. There's video of it. (laughs) He's like, I felt it on my knee, and it was. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I felt it mid shin. It was weird. I I mean, I said, "What's on the ground?" It's like, and I tried to take a dive, but it propped me back up. But they measure on the forty. He was on the thirty-eight. It was weird. (laughs) They measure everything, and they take a lot of notes of the combine. I mean, baseball. You got height and weight on that bad boy. Baseball, we now know. Baseball, we can clearly measure these things now in modern. They're basically putting it right in our faces. Yeah, yeah. You can measure all those guys. But I mean, Chris Jones came out. He was six six three ten. I mean. You have to be, I mean, there Which must part? be a lot falling out there. That's a yeah. large man. I don't, Jason Kelsey's not small. Yeah, yeah it's but quite I, a revelation. He's not six six though. I get. I bet you doesn't make People Magazine's list next year after that. After. Chris Jones just won. Chris I know, Jones yeah. is gonna be in. Kelsey out. Who do you uh, think's making these lists? Yeah, you're right. Jason Kelsey's six three two ninety five, but doesn't he seem like he's like Barney Small? Rubble compared compared to going? Chris Jones? <laughs> compared to Chris Jones, isn't Chris Jones like giant compared? No, he's like a little guy, Jason Kelsey. But then, and you're right, he's he's gigantic. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I hadn't thought about Jason Kelsey's proportions until just you now. You never thought about but it? But I see your He point. gets low on the tush push. Because <laughs> there's nothing in his way. <laughs> if, Chris, if Chris Jones were there, that'd be a whole other story. <laughs> Chris he's limber. Put, put, him in a nose, put him on a nose. The face Chris Jones would That's now we know how to stop the tush push. It would look like he's hovering. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. If it would like be real, you could sort of guess based on other proportions, what's going on down there, right? We all know that, right, Maggie? I know nothing of what you speak. But just if you have nine foot long, if you're seven two in an NBA locker with long arms, I'm avoiding that locker. That's all I will say. <laughs> just the tall guys have, well, whatever. I know Pearl wasn't getting those Ewing quotes after the conference finals in 98. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I was back in the Knicks locker room, and the guy, there were certain guys who tried to intimidate everyone by walking around the room yeah. naked. That's an old sports thing, right? Eyes up. Yeah, it always learned, worked. Learn that in uh <laughs> in any given Sunday. Yeah, yeah, it always worked. Yeah, yeah uh, eyes up. There's uh yeah, I I'm like you're not a shooting guard, you're a power forward. <laughs> I don't know, it's getting weird. Chris Jones though, Chris Jones, it got what a weird 40. five minutes ago. Yeah, I mean, we started out with a guy whose junk fell out yeah, during the. Let 40. me let me move on. Ryan Poles, the Bears oh, GM, said go. yesterday. Uh, you guys are just <laughs> discussing. They'll make a Justin Fields decision as soon as possible, and if they decide to trade the QB so they can take Caleb Williams, they'll do it as quickly as possible because they want to do right by Fields. Shohei Otani's bat on. Full display yesterday. A two-run Chico homer. Poles and bat. I yeah. thought you were going to change. Oh, okay. Pro. Is that what we're doing here? In his Dodgers spring training debut, Otani also struck out and grounded out in his other at-bats against the White Sox. And should we mention that the Sixers lost again last night? 117-99 to the Celtics in Philly. Boston's won nine in a row. The Sixers are four and eight since Embiid's latest knee injury, which begs the question, are the Pistons better than the current Sixers? Detroit mm. won last night, 105-95, improving to a robust 9-49. and <laughs> They now share the worst record in the NBA with the Wizards, who took a 123-112 home loss from the Warriors last night.
And let's be honest, they probably should have at least been able to tie and go to overtime with the Knicks, but that was one of the all-time, not all-time, mm-hmm. but a no-call mm-hmm. happened the other night. Didn't the Knicks win 113-111 yeah, yeah, in that game, right? Yeah. So you would have thought if you could hit free throws, maybe you're going to overtime, maybe they win that game. I, I doubt would, it, but maybe. I was thinking of coming in this morning and saying my Pels beat the Knicks, but people always been mad at me all week, and I thought that would just put him over the top. <laughs> it's your Pistons, <laughs> uh, not your Pels. <laughs> Pete just standing up like a bodyguard now. Yeah. Like Big but, Dom back there. He gets, yeah. By the way, did you see the photo that we took in the bucket hats? No. Well, I have them in my possession because EJ, e, Colton took them on EJ's phone. Yes. So the Erie Seawolf sent us these cool bucket hats. All right. So we're, we all take this photo so I can send it to the people in Erie, but I don't know if I can send this to them because for some reason, Pete's eye, you can't see his eyes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he looks like one of those, like, cartoon characters. The yes. kids, those kids that have the hat, but you only see their face. That's like their whole bit. <laughs> a little Paddington bear thing going on I'm right gonna now. I'm going to tweet it out a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to tweet it out. And, and you can see everyone's eyes. We're all smiling. Everyone's up. And then it's just Pete's mouth. <laughs> and a nose. <laughs> this is the kind of pictures we take in, like, high school. Like, when the, at, at the end of the semester, they're like, hey, everybody get together for a group picture. And there's always one guy who does this. Pete looks like he's in witness protection just with the eerie sea wolves. All right, I'll, I'll, I'm going to tweet it now. I don't have time to put a filter on it. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> this picture is awesome. Actually, I, I don't know which up. one to pick. <laughs> they're all so good. All right. Uh, Bogus, anything else? No. Coming up, I got a new fear. I don't know if you guys are going to be with me on this one. Is it one. Chris Jones? <laughs> <laughs> I was already scared. We'll get to that next. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shop. Overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Um, 
I don't know if anyone else has noticed this. There's been an uptick in news articles and news stories about the amount of space debris out there. You guys notice this? Like, no. there's always some kind of thing that's on track, but it's going to, like, slightly veer off and miss Earth. No. Have you guys not noticed this? No, sorry, Andy Rooney. We have not noticed that. <laughs> 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 What's this, up are we with all the space debris? <laughs> we're working on a bit here. What's going on? No, I'm, <laughs> this is one of my genuine fears. You're afraid of sharks, Perloff. EJ, I don't know if we've got your deepest, darkest fears yet. We'll get to that at some point. Yeah, and uh, Colton is... Is new around here. Pete, I think his biggest fear is probably getting stuck in traffic somewhere on the LIE. Um, getting hit with an asteroid, some kind of space debris falling what is if, one it, of my big ones. Does it burn up in the atmosphere? Not always, I don't think, because how did an asteroid hit the Earth that killed off the dinosaurs? I don't know. Well, I'm just saying it happened. Nothing, yeah. What else has changed about outer space in 65 million years? I don't think much. So, has anyone ever died from space debris? I'll tell you, some people have been eaten by sharks. <laughs> uh, I, I, no, I, I bet I, you they have. I'm I just think, curious. I think there is, like, a real thing about there's so much, like, old satellites and just things kind of floating around up there. There's all this garbage in space. Real quick related, when somebody fires a gun up in the air, does that bullet land on somebody? Well, I mean, it. what goes up must come down, right? This is it a little Sir Isaac lands. Newton. Yeah, I wonder if people have died that way. Uh, I I don't often hear about question. either space debris or <laughs> bullets fired up in the air. Just random, who's firing random shots in the air? Or just like, oh, well, yeah, God, it's America. Man. What am yeah, I talking about? Fast and Furious, doesn't every race start with them firing up a gun? <laughs> well, it's not a real bullet. <laughs> I thought they're, all, they're real street races. I assume that they took it from that. Maybe. Actually, unfortunately, in movies, it probably was a real bullet <laughs> at this point. But... Yeah, I don't know. That's you now have me something new to be. I'll I'll join a board. I'll be nervous about space debris. Sure. I mean, isn't this the way it likely goes? Like just, asteroid? Aren't we due? Well, I that's mean, not space debris. That's a little different. Well, that's it's the same category though. Something floating around in space that's going to enter our atmosphere and fall on your house. It's almost like the Michael Phelps thing, though. Wouldn't we have like a great deal of warning that it's going to happen? Like people well, are observing space all the time, wondering what's going to happen. So, I know that's where we're getting all these articles. It's like it's on it on track. Right, but then you can say, okay, I, I, if it's going to hit New York, I'll go to Canada for a week. I know, but you. <laughs> no, no, I think, but I do think they don't. I don't think they know to that exact space debris and asteroids with the same trajectory towards. That's completely different topics. I think. I think the asteroids. That's a natural phenomenon that can happen. Sure, this but space, these satellites up in the air is something to really be scared about. Now. <laughs> yes, I've got Pearl off on board. I'm scared of both. Uh, let's get to Shohei Otani. He is the most amazing man in baseball. Here is what Shohei Otani did today. Hit a home run. Hit a home run. Hit a home run. Hit a home run, Pearl off in his first spring training game. Shohei Otani showing no ill effects of the reconstructed elbow or whatever the surgery is that he got done. There we go. Can the can the expectations be, if they're not World Series and MVP, I don't think the expectations can be high enough for Otani is what I'm saying. So is he two-time reigning MVP or two-time MVP? No. Uh, was there a year in between? Ju- judge won the year he had 62 home runs, yeah. I believe. Oh, okay. So it was Shohei won, took a year off, and won again. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, there's no other way around it. The Dodgers already have these World Series expectations. So, but that being said, though, something about the Dodgers, we don't kill them when they lose like we do with the Yankees, right? Like, nobody's like rips the Dodgers to shreds. Well, I mean, I think they get criticized a lot. I think Dave Roberts gets criticized. 
Yeah, Clayton it's funny. Kershaw is like such a legend, but you know, has seen some high profile failures. And the sixty game World Series, no shot. That is not legit to I me. I feel like they somehow they sort of got that thing off their back by winning that. You're right. It's, it's, it's a little weak, but I, I feel like we don't kill the Dodgers. You're right. They have World Series. But if they don't win 60 games it, is nothing. But baseball's baseball. a crapshoot in the playoffs. That's the thing. It's hard to kill anybody because it's so random. That's it. Thank you, DJ Stewart. Thank you, Colton. Thank you to Pete Bellotti. Thank you to Andrew Bogus, Andrew Kaplan. Weedos, coffee drinkers. We bid you adieu. We'll see you tomorrow. Metaverse of Maggie and Perloff comes your way on Thursdays. Bye. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.